How to guard your inner courts. Chess boxing. I want to start off by saying, if you haven't learned how to play chess, that's one of those games that you really, really need to learn how to play. Between that and the book, The Art of War, and also The Alchemist, those three things on its own help you with the best strategy for life. It's absolutely life-changing, you know, and chess boxing, you know, I use that term because you have to be strategic on how you play and what people you put in what positions, you know, what pieces, I mean, you put in certain positions. And the way to craft a good inner courts you know the way you the way you craft your inner courts and the and the best way to give you the best results for what you want out of your life is to not allow space fillers they can't be allowed you know friends you just play with friends you just do this with you just do that with because if they're think about this you say oh my god Tori, that's harsh but no really think about it If you only talk to them when you want to play and hang out, think about this. What what is the part of them? Acknowledge the part that you don't want to talk seriously with. Acknowledge the part that you don't want to talk about your dreams with. You know, acknowledge the part where you don't want to have vulnerability with that person. What is it? You know, that person is a space filler to take up time. We do that with relationships so often. And I said it before, we take the person's place in our life as making them a valid being on earth. That's not true. You can stop being that person's friend and they'll still exist, you know. And they'll find someone else that will fit really what they want to do and where they're going, honestly. But you have to be mindful of the people in your life because they're going to affect you. They will leave their essence on your life if you don't watch out. So that's why the space fillers, you know, you want to have the empty space and look at the empty space and be okay with that space, you know. Because sometimes it could be that you don't need someone around. I remember I had the acronym written on my hand, wait, why am I talking? And shortly after I got done with that, um, I would say maybe a year later, I got the leading to write saturate on my hand. And the premise of that was not to saturate myself with anyone that I don't mind, that I don't want to become. And I thought, about every person in my life and I said I don't want to become that person wait a minute I don't want to become this person wait a minute and then you start going around your whole life and you realize the people that you're hanging around most get the results you don't want and that is why you need to craft your circle properly you know and you have to beware of the people who want your life more than they want to be in your life 
And then there's the others with the single white female syndrome from the movie. If you didn't, that's a couple episodes back. I think that's last, I think season two, I cover the movie Single White Female about the woman who basically wanted the other woman's life. You know, she's, she's past the place. She blurred the lines. Well, you know what? She got rid of the lines because she ended up trying to kill her. But she got rid of the lines of admiration, envy, like they all just started rolling together. You know, um, you have to beware of those people. And once you think of all of those different people, you think about what you really want. Map out what you really want your inner circle to be like. Away from validation, away from ego. Because some of the stuff we want to do is because we just want to feel um, valid on social media. I want to go to tons of brunches because, you know, of this or that. And I, I don't, you know, you look at pictures and you think, I don't go places like that. I don't have cool things like that. One time I did that around my sister. I said, what did I say? I said, I said, man, I think for my birthday, I think I want to have a party. I want to do this. And she said, girl, tell you, you don't want that. And she was true. I really don't want that. But I had seen so many birthday dinners that it made me feel like I wanted that. Right? So how often do we craft situations and craft our inner courts based on what we think we want for what we saw? Right? And not the results we want. So now you're away from all of those people and then you realize, wait a minute, value really shines brighter than compliments. We'll form these bonds and some bonds shouldn't be past what they are. Like if you receive a ton of compliments from someone, you could begin to feel like, Oh, this is, we might vibe, we might get along. No, it's just a compliment, you know? That person, just like you need to bring value to someone else's life, they need to bring value to yours. When we used to go on um, women's retreats um, with the church, and whenever someone who came knew if I ever had a chance to talk to them their first time going, you know, how you doing? How you liking everything? Good. You know, rarely I'll do that. And this one girl, I told her, I said, you know what you need to do? You know, I'll say this. You're new. You know, this is all new. The people are new. The love is new. But understand one thing. No one's going to be perfect. The same imperfect that you ran into outside, you ran into in these walls. You know, and you have to form a tool belt. And she looked at me like, tool belt? Tool belt, yeah. I was actually teaching her how to craft her inner circle. You know, I said, look at the tool belt. You see this girl? She's a prayer. She's an interceder. You see this girl? She's a motivator, right? You see this woman? She'll give you all sorts of wisdom. This person, you could tell your deeper secrets to, you trust. I wasn't, I was just giving her an example of how to build an inner circle um, 
to promote her towards spiritual growth, you know? And that's what you have to do. There are some people, there's some people in my life that I work with. There's some that I wouldn't work with, but I'll pray with, you know. There's some people that I just love their energy. There's some people that, you know, they feel like, well, Toya, you're always pouring into me. But then God will, you know, speak to them concerning me during a dream. They won't know what the message is, but they'll come and tell me the dream and I know what the message is. And I know what God was trying to get to me, right? So I've built my inner courts and I protect them, you know. And I teach my children to do the same thing. You got to keep really honest people, people who are brave enough to rival your desires in your inner court. Toya, I know you want this, but um, should you? I know you want this, but is the timing right? Walk me through the execution process. What are you thinking? Because a lot of times, I've said this many episodes, you can be threatened with doing the right thing at the wrong time. And you have to have someone in your inner course to do all of those things, not one person, because you don't want to put that weight on everyone. And you definitely don't want to put the whole weight of your inner court on your mate. You know, this false romance movie theory about your spouse, mate, life partner, whatever you want to call them, that man or woman or person that doesn't identify with anything, like, they don't deserve the weight. (laughs) That's unfair, you know? And some of the stuff I had to ask myself once, are you really supposed supposed to be talking to this person about this? You're mad because this person can't give it, but you're really expecting the wrong, the right thing from the wrong place. You know, there was this situation. um, Because if you don't, before I tell a story, I'll say this. If you don't crap your inner circle properly, you'll be working other people in the circle in ways they shouldn't be worked. And wearing them out. And they don't deserve that. I had this opportunity And I was really excited about it. And I told Chris about it because if you didn't know who Chris is, not only my husband, but he's my manager. So I was, um, I think the next day, I was upset. And I said, you know what, Chris, I feel like your response was very bland as if, you know, opportunities like this are passing across everyone you know. You know what I mean? Like, you're not feeling away. You're not seeming excited. You're not it's celebrating with me. You're not doing any of that with me. And I got a big reality check. And he said, Toya, you have to realize in my position... I don't have space to be excited. I can't afford to be excited. I have to think about your well-being all of the time. Let me make sure I'm in the right position so these people don't take advantage of Toya and milking her image and likeness. Let me think about what's going to happen if um, she has to leave again for months at a time. 
you know, how are we going to work this? How are we going to work that? He's thinking like a manager. And when he listed all of those different things, how am I going to negotiate? How am I going to do this and do that? And I thought, man, that was selfish. I didn't even think about what he could be thinking or going through. And I realized at that time that, no, I need to either be (laughs) excited for myself or you know, call my sister to celebrate with her, you know, but what I shouldn't do is put weight on people who don't deserve to carry that much weight. He already has those few things that I listed on top of his normal things that he contributes to, uh, for this family. And also on top of regular working, all of the duties he has in that position, you see, So that's why it's important to craft your inner circle because your inner circle is a mirroring of your desires and where you want to go and how far you can go too. So when you think of everything in life, you need to think of it all with purpose. It's not that you can't have fun. It's not that you can't have a girl's night or a guy's night. It's just that you need to craft your inner circle towards the results you want out of life. You'll notice that everything that I talk about, I go back towards the results you want out of life, you know, because that's, there's so many different components into arriving where you are, you know, and a great deal, a significant amount of that is truly just your choices and desires that are being manifested. So concerning your inner court, you need to craft it, you know, to match everything you want and be okay with letting people go sometimes. Because truthfully, you know, someone can say, well, there was no situation to make me let her go or let him go or whatever. It doesn't matter. You can just listen to the wind of a situation. There was a situation where I had to listen to the wind, you know, and I had to know that I can't have that person in my inner courts anymore. Because even if the the thing that occurred, even if that, say that was just like a blip in the system, right? I can't afford that blip up close to me because in your inner courts, I'm not, you're not wearing armor. So that means if you shoot me in my chest, you're really going to pierce my flesh. And I can't have that. I have enough wounds. I get normal things, but wounds like that, that's too big. That's too risky. That could rock my foundation. And, you know, you have to know you enough to know what you can't handle, can't deal with, can't tolerate. You know, what will aid to you having more wounds like the wounds you've had and you're recovering from right now, you know. So get to crafting that crafting that circle properly so your inner courts can be that sacred place where you receive truth, love, joy, happiness and protection.
If this podcast has helped you in any way and you want to donate to this podcast, you can donate through Vimeo, Toya, Dash Bodhi, or Cash App, Dollar Sign, Toya Bodhi, T-O-Y-A, B-O-U-D-Y. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to share it with a friend. See you next time. Thank you.